It was from this past Sunday. I know uh, at the time of this stream, this past Sunday uh, was Father's Day uh, 2022, where we honored, uh, you know, just Father. And of course, we talked about God the Father. Um, but it was another thing because we know that he's more, he's bigger than just a day, <laughs> right? And even acknowledging fathers in general is just bigger than a day. But I'm really just kind of wanted to uh, just just continue just with that because uh, I know there were some more things that I didn't even uh, share uh, from this past Sunday, but I just want to continue in that vein tonight because the Father is so important. We know that we serve. Remember, Lord Your Mighty, we serve a triune God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. We know the doxology, the whole praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen, right? We serve the triune God. And oftentimes, many people are, are looking to Jesus, and rightfully so, because he said that I'm returning soon. And we know about the ministry of the Holy Spirit because Jesus said, hey, when I ascend, I'm going to leave with you a comforter who's here to help you. And so it's the ministry of the Holy Spirit uh, that helps enable and activates and administrates really uh, all the plans of Father, Son, right? God, God together as one. Uh, but I just want to continue on in this thought of the Father, because it's important, especially in an era where uh, natural fathers are lacking in many households. And so that's not something I really touched on this past Sunday, but it is of note to mention that even if fathers might be physically present, they're not present. And so many people come up in life without knowing um, uh, what the spirit of a father or any type of father uh, looks like to live with or to have a life living with a father that is affirming, um, that is correcting, that is loving, that is all that is, is held within the father. But again, Jesus, one of the things, not one of, but I would say the primary thing and the reason why he was sent was because of the will of the father. And so the distinction, the distinction, oh, matter of fact, before I even get to the distinction, because there's several distinctions, this, this, we could spend honestly like a year talking about this because Jesus actually, his whole ministry was about surrounding about the Father and the will of the Father. But, you know, I've heard people say this, maybe not recently, but I've heard people say this in times past that people, you know, find it easier to relate to God as God but they have difficulties relating to God as father because of what they lacked in the earth realm. And so if you might be feeling like that, or, and I just believe this because every generation, the gospel must be preached and the gospel must be heard and the truth and the fullness of it must be heard and the father, ah, and the father must be known in every generation. And so that's one of the distinctions uh, that Jesus came to do amongst many things that he was doing, fulfilling the law and, 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 and doing so many things on our behalf. But I mentioned it before, but I got to say it again in case some may have missed it from this past Sunday. Jesus bridged that gap between the father and humanity, right? And he bridged the gap through the cross, through the work of the cross. And so many, so many thank God for Jesus, thank the father for Jesus. But he was the one that introduced that officially and really introduce God as father to humanity. But he says this, you can't come to the father, he says this in John 14, except through me. So it was amazing because as I just read through the gospels and sometimes, you know, we can just read it and we know this, 
But I just want to slow down because I believe it's something that the father just really wants to emphasize. Uh, so that way he's known even in our era, in our generation, right? Because it's amazing how the honor amongst the Godhead happens. You have Holy Spirit honors Jesus. Jesus honors the Father. The Father glorifies Jesus. Jesus, you know, honors Holy Spirit. And, and we benefit as a result of it, right? And so I just want to continue uh, with that, uh, knowing this. And I think, what, what is it that we're calling again? Your Heavenly Father. <laughs> Your Heavenly Father revealed. I was like, Lord, what are we, we going to title? At first, I wasn't sure, but it was like, no, he wants to be revealed. And here's the thing that you're going to see, your heavenly father revealed. So now this is important. It's going to be so simple, but profound because I want people, and I'm particularly after, so I just want to encourage you for those that might be a little older in the faith or maybe a little, uh, well, I'll say that, a little older in the faith. By all means, this is going to be uh, uh, good for us, but I, I believe that there's some people that might be kind of uh, coming to get to know the things of the Lord and the things of the kingdom, that this message is so important for them to understand God as Father, because it'll really help accelerate uh, their relationship with Him, understanding that, that, hey, He's not just trying to be just distant and, and that we're just praying to someone that's just far off and... Uh, and then we can only come to him when there's a need. No, 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 no. This is relationship. Of course, there's principles that we can apply and activate, and all of that is good. But they all hinge, they all hang upon relationship for us to experience the fullness of this. So let's let's go in Matthew, um, Matthew uh, chapter 11. And, and again, this is Jesus. I love it so much when I read through the Gospels. You see Jesus say, my father. My father, my father, my father. And I'm telling you, and he's just saying this because it's natural to him as the son of God, the word incarnate, always was with him, always is with him. But I can just imagine as many times as he said, my father, that it would, uh, it, it would so irritate or cause friction, especially to the religious people, the Pharisees and Sadducees and scribes of that day, because they only knew God as the name. And here Jesus is not only saying God, but God, my father. But then I love it because remember I said he come to bridge the gap, right? So you're going to see something here. He's not only saying my father, but we're going to go Matthew. Oh, I'm sorry. Matthew chapter 11. Let me turn there real quick. Matthew chapter 11. Let's look at this first because this is important. Matthew chapter 11, and I hope you sent this to somebody say, hey, check this out. This is going to be so bless your life. Send it to a person, young person, 20s, 30s, 40s, whatever, but let them know. It's like, hey, this is going to bless you. <laughs> All right, here we go. Matthew chapter 11, verse 25 through 28. I'm just going to uh, read this. I'm not going to like teach, 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 but it's just a couple of things, or at least in this text portion uh, that I just want to uh, emphasize here. At that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things. So he was just declaring, um, first of all, uh, he was saying woe to some cities who heard the gospel but did not receive it. And, and he was like, look, man, the judgment is going to be worse for you than even it was for Sodom and Gomorrah. And then this is where he picks up. I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, 
that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent. All right. So you have people even in our era era who, who think that they're very wise and very prudent and very knowledgeable in earthly things. Right. So they have all the accolades, maybe uh, a wonderful education, perhaps even Ivy League and, and, and notable things and MBAs and PhDs and MSs and MDs and, and all these types of abbreviations uh, that come associated with their name. Or, or certain type of acknowledgments, people that other people might deem as wise. Jesus is saying this, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things, somebody these, these things, somebody say these things, from the wise and prudent and have revealed. Say that word revealed. Oh, can you just say it again? Revealed. Revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in your sight. <laughs> All things have been delivered to me by my Father. And no one knows the Son, Jesus talking about himself, except the Father. Nor does anyone know the Father except the Son. And the one to whom the Son wills to reveal him. Mm. My goodness. And I'm going to see, we're going to look at this again in, in another gospel, but it is so good. Let me read verse 27 one more time. All things have been delivered to me by my father and no one knows the son except the father, nor does anyone know the father except the son and the one to whom the son wills to reveal to him. All right. We see that there. Let's turn to Luke. Luke chapter 10. I just want to establish something before we continue on. Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10, and it's going to, you're going to see a similar account here because Luke records this as well. Verse 21. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit. Mm. <laughs> he rejoiced in the spirit and said, I thank you, Father. I love it. We have one of our elders. I just think, uh, you know, I just, I'm just. Shout out her name, Elder Debbie. I, I love it just even when she prays. She'll just say, and I thank you, Father. You know, I thank you, Father. Guess what? That's what Jesus said. I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, for it seemed good in your sight. All things have been delivered to me by my Father. And again, we see it again. Yep, we're going to read it again. The exact same thing. No one knows who the son is except the father and who the father is except the son and the one whom the son wills to reveal him. Oh, my goodness. Now, let me just see. This is something that is foundational, something that Jesus is establishing as an eternal truth. And it's a principle, but it's so revelatory even now and extremely important. So that way we stay grounded, but then also uh, we can accelerate and grow properly in him. You have people that have all these types of revelations about who they think God is, but Jesus and who they think Jesus is. And Jesus is saying, hey, no one knows the son except the father. But let me tell you this. No one knows the father. God accepts the son. And this is where he brings us along into this relationship. He says, and no one will know the father except who the son, me, 
wills to reveal. So I'm saying all that to say this as any truth, as a truth, as an eternal truth that we must know. The Father must be revealed. The Father has to be revealed. And the only way we come into that revealing or that revelation is through the Son, Jesus Christ. Anybody else that says they have a revelation of God outside of Jesus does not have a revelation of God. They don't have it. They're missing it. And, and I would just submit that they actually have a false uh, revelation or a revelation of a false God, of a false deity or of another spirit. Right. So you have people that feel like that they don't even need God because they're all highfalutin. So Jesus is like, Lord, I thank you that you revealed this to babes. You know, sometimes people can get so prideful and, and we don't ever want to be like that. No matter how long we've been in the kingdom and how, how long we've been in our walk with the Lord, that we get so prideful and feel like that, that, that we've received all the revealing that there is to be revealed. <laughs> My goodness, and so what this is, this is actually an invitation. We didn't read that portion, um, but uh, in Matthew 11, he talks about pretty much, you know, just come learn of me. Come to me, all ye that are heavy laden, that are weary and heavy laden. So it's an invitation, in other words, to get to know the Father, to come to Christ so that way we can experience the Father, so that way we can come into this greater revelation Right. That's what the Jesus, that's what Jesus, one of his primary things to, to do was to reveal the father. So much so that he rejoiced even in this. It was like, Lord, ah, and, I, and I can only imagine what Jesus rejoicing in the spirit looked like and sounded like. But we see his communication with the father right there. He was like, Lord, I thank you, father. <laughs> that you were bringing babes, that you're bringing people who, who others may have denied access to you. Maybe they put up all these rituals and regulations, but Lord, you've revealed this. And so it is my will. Oh, let me say this right now. For those that are believers in Christ Jesus, guess what? Jesus willed that the father be revealed to us. I'm, I'm so glad about it. I'm so glad about it. I just imagine Jesus at the right hand of the Father. When I was uh, seven years old at a Jimmy Swagger, um, uh, uh, what do you call those things? Uh, well, it was a Jimmy Swagger meeting. Let me just call it call, call it that. And I remember it was in this stadium, and I prayed the prayer of salvation just just by myself as a little seven year old kid, and I got born again right there. But I know that it was Jesus at the right hand of the Father interceding and saying, hey, Father, I think it's good that you, you reveal yourself to this 70-year-old. They're ready now. There's already some plans that you have for them to at least begin to, so that way you can reveal yourself, so that way we can come into them at seven. Now, mind you, at eight, I kind of got off the path just, just that, but the seed was there. The seed was there. The spirit was transformed. It was just now the mind that had to kind of get renewed into some, into, and, and to grow and to mature in some things. But I thank God. But here's the thing that, that, that I've come to know now. Even at 45, guess what I'm praying? Lord, Father, this, this is it. Father, 
I thank you that you're still revealing yourself to me. Jesus, I'm asking you to reveal the Father even now in this season. Oh, can somebody pray that right now? Because remember, Jesus said that it is good in the Father's sight. And so we want his goodness right now. So just say this, say, Jesus, I thank you for revealing the Father to me, the will of the Father, and the heart of the Father. Oh, yeah. It's important. It's important. He is not forgotten. Jesus, oh. Jesus would say, my Father, my Father, my Father, my Father. So now let's continue on. Because the Father must be revealed. Now, here's another thing. Let's go back to um, Matthew, Matthew chapter 6. <laughs> because when we say, uh, okay, let me just read verse 1. Something that you see at plain as day, but you're, gonna just, you're just going to see how important this dynamic is. This dynamic is. And we know that there's several names of God. There's, there's Jehovah Nisi. There's Jehovah Sikhanu. There's Jehovah uh, Shalom. There's, Jehovah, there's all these types of names in which God has revealed himself. He's, you know, El Elyon. He's Elohim. And all these types of things that, that people, people say. But I'm telling you, I'm saying this. For if you're listening to this, I want to encourage this another dynamic. All of that is good. Lord God, all of that is good. But I just want to encourage more and more. Just say Father. Can you say it again? Father. Mm. So here we go. Matthew chapter 6. We're going to just go through several verses in Matthew chapter 6. I know we touched on a portion of it this past Sunday. But I just, I just want to uh, go through this again. And I, I just kind of sense that prompting uh, you know, of the Holy Spirit to do so. Take heed, verse 1, and we're going to pause. Take heed that you do not do charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Okay, so now, remember, Jesus wills for us that have been born again and have received Christ and have, uh, uh, you know, partaken of a salvation that is in his name, guess what? We now have the, the father that has been revealed to us in that portion, but there's more revealing. There's more revelation of the father. This is one thing that I know that, you know, if apostle has shared with me, but then our overseer, but also with us, you know, collectively, it's like, look, there's no end of him. It's like you, we cannot exhaust knowing God. And we haven't experienced all that there is to be revealed of the Father. So that's why we prayed that prayer. It's like, Jesus, I thank you that you're continuing to reveal the will of the Father. So he, Jesus is now is giving us some other, letting us know. It's like, look, let me give you the heart of the Father now. Let me give you his heart. Because remember, Jesus said this, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Other times he said this, I and the Father are one. So as he's communicating, as he's talking, guess what? He's talking the heart of the Father. Mm. Okay, so he's saying this, um, whatever you do, don't do it for men. You see, you, you see, because many people would do that in that day. And many people do that now. We do 
We do all these charitable deeds. We do all this goodness. And I'm not knocking certain aspects, you, you know, of it, but, you know, I'm just, you know, I just wonder about what's the heart of some people that do all these charitable deeds and then they want to go on IG Live or just to IG is Instagram, for those that don't know, that want to broadcast or to put everything on social media uh, uh, all the time. Now, sometimes if you do that and you feel prompted to do, do so, and it can be an encouragement and spark, you know, spark that heart in other people, I get it. But, you know, some people might have a different motive and they do so to kind of build themselves up. Jesus is saying this. Remember, remember, he says, just take heed. Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your father in heaven. Somebody say in heaven. Now, before we continue on, remember, the father has been revealed to us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for willing, having the will to reveal the father to us. Before I continue on, let me say this. If you have somebody that might that has not seen the father yet, just ask Jesus. I'm praying that you reveal the father to them. Come on. And sometimes you can even just call out their name right now. It's like, Lord, I'm praying. Cause some people might just kind of be off, off the beaten path, so to speak, or trying to go on their own way, but we can pray Jesus or father in the name of Jesus. I thank you that Jesus is revealing you to them. Right? Okay, so now let me get back to that point. Our father is not just a natural father. And I know we know this, but it's just always good to, to know even more. That we don't just have an earthly father. And I say this, that I, I have a wonderful earthly dad. But I have a perfect heavenly father. And so with that understanding, it's like, look. I don't just have a natural father, but I have a supernatural father because I've been born again. I am a son. I am a daughter of him. I now carry that spirit DNA. I've been made and fashioned in his likeness and in his image. Oh, it's all about the father in heaven. And so Jesus is just reminding us. He's like, look, your father in heaven, you're not going to have a reward from him if you're doing charitable deeds to be seen by men. Right? Let's continue on. Therefore, when you do a charitable deed, <laughs> do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets that they may have glory from men. Oh, my gosh. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. My goodness. And so many people on the day of judgment are going to be looking to God for certain things. And the Lord's like, I don't have anything for you because you were doing things for the sake of men. And so men gave you their reward. They gave you their glory, but you weren't doing things with, for my heart, right? The heart of the father. So Jesus is letting us know, look, this is the heart of the father. We're not doing things, blasting a trumpet. Uh, look at what I gave. Look at what I did. I remember there was something of significance that the father, uh, you know, in prayer, uh, you know, place upon my heart, on the hearts of my wife and I, and we came together and dis discovered that it was the same thing God spoke to us individually. He was saying it collectively. We did not make an announcement saying, hey, look at what we gave. <laughs> look at what we gave. We went to that person 
quietly, individually, and then even afterwards, you know, they glorified God, but we were just as silent. And then other people heard. It was like, man, we heard that you gave. It's like, what? We were like, yep, bless God. We weren't sounding a trumpet about it, right? Different motive. We weren't doing this for the glory of men. Ah. Verse 3, but when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deed may be in secret, and your father, who sees in secret, will himself reward you openly. <laughs> okay, so now... This is what we're going to look at. We're going to see the heart of the father, just the revealing of the heart of the father. We know that the father must be revealed. But now these are some aspects of his heart that Jesus is revealing of the father in Matthew 6 and 7. So I want you to write this down, some things I want you to write down. So that way you understand the heart of the father for you, your heavenly father. So I want you to write these down, but I want you to make it personal. Say, my heavenly father, this is number one, my heavenly father rewards openly oh my goodness your heavenly father has no problem rewarding you openly it's his joy to do it and Jesus here we go our elder brother thank God for Jesus right Jesus is letting us know about the heart of the fathers like look don't do these things for men as these hypocrites do you have these hypocrites that are doing things for the glory of men. You don't want that. You don't want to do anything for the praises of men or to be seen by men. Here, let me tell you something about the heart of the Father. What you do in secret, if it's charity, something that you're giving to help support somebody or a mission or ministry or whatever the case may be as God tells you to do so, what you do in secret, the Lord sees that. And he will actually reward you openly. So, oh. Let me encourage somebody right this. So when you do that, it's a, don't, don't void this principle. The Lord wants to do this. It's, it's something that, that must be done. Because some people might be like, well, man, I did it in secret. I don't want to. I don't want any. No. The Lord has to do. The Lord desires to do that. Why? So that way he can get glory. Just give him the glory. But there are some things, I'm just letting you know right now, the Lord has not forgotten some of the charitable things that you've done in secret. Some of the stuff, and I'm just saying this, you don't even have to let me know. Some people say it's like, some, some, sometimes people just want to let the pastor know, hey, you know, I did this for such and such. That ain't it. I might, I might say, hey, you know, that's good. But you don't want that to be the end of it. And I'll just say this, <laughs> When we, when we gave what we gave, and it was very significant, when we gave what we gave, then we heard from our pastor at the time, he's like, man, y'all blessed such and such? <laughs> we were like, yeah. Woo, the Lord saw it. But he revealed it. Okay, so we got that. We're not, not, we're not letting the left hand know what the right hand is doing. Now, of course, husbands and wives, you can come together in agreements. That's not talking about that. But, you know, we're not doing that. So it's your, your father, your father. Somebody say, my father, who sees in secret, will himself reward you openly. 
Okay, so now that's talking about a charitable deed. That's the heart of the father pertaining to a charitable deed. Let's continue on. This is good because in this, we see his character. So that way we can take it on, right? And when you pray, this is Jesus. We're seeing all this in red. And when you pray now, he's telling us how we need to pray. And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. Mm. Okay, let me just continue on. But when you pray, but you, <laughs> you, when you pray, go into your room. Woo! And when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in the secret place. And your father, somebody say my father, who sees in secret, will reward you openly. Oh, my goodness. Here's the second thing that I want you to write down. From the heart of the father. The first one is this. My heavenly father rewards me openly. Second one is this. My heavenly father is in the secret place <laughs> and sees me there. Or let me phrase it another way. My heavenly father invites me into the secret place. I love it because Jesus is like, hey, <laughs> I'm not saying that you can't do this, but some people might do this as a point to, sh to show off that they'll just wake up in the middle of the morning and then they're just praying all loud to just kind of just show the household that, yeah, this is what I do and this is what you need to be doing. There might be moments where you might be warring on behalf of the family. I'm not saying that, but you, you hear the heart. But you got some people, the Lord is like, uh, Jesus is telling us, like, look, this is the heart of the Father. We're not, we're not, we don't pray to show off. I've seen some people do this, and they pray these, these, these whoo kind of prayers from the rooftop. And I'm talking about when it might be like a prayer meeting, so much so that other people could just, they pray what I would say like intimidating prayers, using all these big words and these fancy types of things and you know they're just showing off their education and just how eloquent they can talk and how uh, uh, loquacious, how wordy they, they can say things and, and use all these types of words and get all these mm-hmm's and all these types of stuff from the applause, applause of men and men will say, man you, better, man, you preach that prayer, doc. Heard stuff like that. Jesus is like, look, they have their reward. They just got commended by another brother saying they preached that prayer, but when you pray, but you. When you pray, man, close your door. Get in the secret place. Get in the presence of the Lord. <laughs> ah! Not every prayer has to be live streamed. Not every prayer has to be recorded. Not every prayer has to be broadcasted. Not all the time. You, when you pray, get in the secret place. Close the door. It's just you and the Father, and your Father. Here we go again. Jesus established when we do a charitable work, the heart of the Father. Now he says this, now let me reveal to you the heart of the Father, even in prayer. This is the invitation. The Father is inviting us 
into the secret place. So now again, even in the secret place, when we are when we are opening our hearts to him and, 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 and in that we get to tap into his heart and receive of his heart in, in like fashion and have our hearts transformed and conformed to be more like his. Still in the secret place, Jesus lets us know and reveals, look, and the father will still again reward you openly. And I just kind of sense this right now. Some of you have some open rewards that are coming your way because of your charity done in secret, because of your prayers done in secret. This is something that, that uh, it, it, it comes, it's the heart of the Father, and that's what we want, right? The Father, the Father desires to reward you openly in front of people. I remember sharing a testimony um, recently just about how some things that I did, you know, when I was in youth ministry and I've, I've shared this plenty of times. Um, but you know, there's some things that I did, you know, when nobody saw, but the father did, cause I was all by myself. The, the father saw. And then when he has me, leads me in and I get blessed out, you know, to go to another ministry, you know, my wife and I, we get married. So we're a part of another ministry. I'm still in, in secret. I joined the ministry when they didn't even give an invitation for membership. I was like, hey, how can I join? The pastor wasn't there that evening. Someone else spoke. Still, I was like, hey, how can I join the ministry? Right? But what was interesting, I get called into a meeting but it, with doors. It wasn't a public meeting. But then the very next day, first service, if, and my wife can correct me if I'm wrong with this. First service that following, I guess not too long after I joined, maybe a couple of months later. I, the first service, I was acknowledged as a new member. They had new members acknowledgement that service for those that are new members. The second service, because I was there for both services, right? That's just how I did. If, it was, if they had two services, I was there for both services. I wasn't just going to one. And I, again, I wasn't even on staff or health ministry or nothing, but I was like, man, I'm getting this. Second service, I get publicly acknowledged. And they said, and the pastor said this, hey, you don't know him, but I know him. And this is going to be our new youth pastor. How you get acknowledged as a new member, one service, then the second service, God openly rewards and says, hey, you're going to be the youth pastor to a bunch of people that don't know you. But the father knew me. <laughs> and he revealed some things. So I said all that to say this, do not be surprised when you get openly rewarded, when you get openly acknowledged for some things. Receive it and bless the Lord. Please, 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 please. I'm just saying this now just from my own heart. Please receive it and bless the Lord. So somebody to say right now, say, Lord, I'm open to you openly rewarding me. <laughs> That's important. That's the heart of the Father. It's good. These are the people that, that, that are living righteous before him, right? That aren't hypocritical. Ah, not going to go there. Let's continue on. And when you pray, verse 7, and when you pray, 
Do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them, for your father knows the things you have need of before you ask. That's another heart of the father. One, your heavenly father, someone say my heavenly father, rewards openly. My heavenly father is inviting me to the secret place. Oh, some of you, I don't care how big the place where you live at is, you just get you a secret place where you can go to the Father. Sometimes it might be the restroom. Sometimes it might be in your car. Sometimes it could be a closet, depending on how big your closet might be. doesn't matter. You just get a secret place. It could be a corner in a room, a certain section. But you just get in that secret place. The Lord is making that invitation. It's like, hey, I need you in the secret place, away from all the noise, away from all the distractions. And in that secret place, let me share this now, because it's 2022. Don't have your cell phone. I'm going to encourage this. Don't even have a tablet. Don't have anything that could give you another notification that'll get you off, right? Give him that, get in that secret place and just have that time with him. That's that invitation. Somebody say, yep, I'll receive that. I'll receive that. Okay. Here's the third thing about the heart of the father. Your heavenly father, say my heavenly father knows what I have need of before I ask. Ah, uh, can I read that one more time? This is verse 8. Therefore, do not be like them. For your father, <laughs> say my father, <laughs> knows the things you have need of before you ask. That is so good, and we know it, but we need to know it more. Because here's the thing. It's still an invitation to ask. It's still an invitation to come before him while we are in that secret place. Here's one of the things that the Lord is saying that Jesus is letting us know. Hey, while you're in the secret place, you have liberty to ask. You have liberty to even share some of the things that might be needs. If it's a physical need, emotional need, spiritual need, something that you can acknowledge and verify. And it's like, Lord, man, you know, God, I need this. I need your joy right now. I need your strength. Some of you might be saying, Lord, I, I need an ideal um, I, I, to create a stream of income. Someone else can say, Lord, I need discipline. I need, I need diligence. Lord, I need faith. And the Lord knows what you have need of before you ask. But in that secret place, in that sharing, that's the intimacy, right? And the father's like, oh, we'll get to it. But that's what the father wants. That's how we live. That's what we need. And so it's not so much running, and this is what, this is what I encourage you not to do, <laughs> to run to men for every little problem. Man, go to the Father. Man, and, and I'm telling you, I've mentioned it before, but I'm, I'm just going to discipline myself more and more. You know, for, for th if people come to me with something, hey, did you go to your Father? <laughs> if you didn't go to the Father, then I have nothing to say right now. Right? And so I encourage you to say that same thing. Same thing. Because guess what? The Father knows what we need of even before we ask. So now, making it personal again, your Heavenly Father saying, hey, I know what you need. This is beautiful. He knows what we need even when we don't. That's why we must receive the invitation in the secret place. Because when we're sharing what we do know, we can now receive from his heart that which we don't know. 
I remember uh, it was on Monday. I was having a conversation with the father. He was just sharing, sharing with me some things as far as for just, um, just different aspects of just preaching and, and prophesying and teaching and talking and, 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 and all these different just aspects. And he was just kind of giving me some insight. He was like, hey, in this moment, you know, you could prophesy here. This moment, you know, you preach here. In this moment, I just want to just talk. In this moment, you know, preach. In this moment, teach. In this moment, and I was like, man, Father, this is so good. Like, I never, never understood it like that. But he was like, yeah, I know what you have need of. Even before you ask. There was some other stuff when I was like, Lord, I kind of feel like, Lord, I told him, I was like, Lord, I just need some help. And he was like, hey, let's go to my word. I'll be your help in times of trouble. I was like, Lord, you know what I need. He already just started stirring upon my heart so that way I could verbalize it. And then he was like, good. I'm glad you said it because I knew what you need. Let, let me give you this word. Ah, he knows what you have need of before you even ask. So in this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father. You know, nobody ever prayed like that before until Jesus taught them. And sometimes you could be like, Lord, and this is one thing Apostle would share with me, with me even after serving on service on Sunday. It's like, man, we got to learn how to pray. And so Jesus lets us know, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Ah, on earth, because we want his will, right? On earth, as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation. This is a prayer to who? Our Father in heaven. Our Heavenly Father. Verse 13. And do not lead us into temptation. Oh! This is so good. Because some people that if you feel temptation come on, now I'm telling you, you need, you need to get with your Father. Whether it's temptation where you are just in isolation, if you are by yourself and you're feeling like a spirit, that's kind of just coming on, tempting you to do something uh, that is not of the will of the Lord. Or if you're with somebody or if you're within an environment, if you're in an environment that is tempting. This is where that relationship with the father comes in. See, these things, Jesus didn't give us this just for not. This wasn't he wasn't just saying this just because it was just, oh, man, you know, I know people are going to be praying this prayer years from now before football games. No. He's establishing relationship and how we ought to relate to the Father and some things that we can receive of him for us to be able to get that. Let me just say it now. For us to know the Father, he is revealing the Father. He knows what it's like to experience temptation. As a matter of fact, he's been tempted at all points, yet without sin. You pick any category, the Lord has been tempted in each one of those categories. But how is he able to sustain and walk flawlessly? The Father. So locked in, so tight, so, ah. So he's letting us know. It's like, look, pray to the Father to, that, that, that you're not caught up in temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. You can say that. I remember some moments where, you know, because I used to struggle 
with lust and, and pornography, and there would be some things where I'd be like, ah, you get up in that moment, you're like, Lord, no. And you just got to have this conversation in that moment. No, I will not. Lord, deliver me. And guess what the Lord will do? Guess what the Father will do? He will deliver you from the evil one. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. I remember, you know, even in college, you know, the puff, puff pass. And I was like, yep, I'm out. Y'all just going to have to pass that somewhere else. I'm going to have to, as soon as they get ready to spark it up, spark up some marijuana, spark up a joint. It's like, yep, let me, I'm, I'm not going to be in this situation. It's like, what? You, nope. I don't, I don't get down like that. That's not, that's, 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 nah, that's, that's not it. People will hand you a bottle or hand you a glass of something to kind of sip on. Nah, that's not. Well, nah, this will kind of help, 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 help you kind of calm and relax your nerves. Nah, I'm going to go to the secret place. <laughs> I'm going to do something that has some openly rewards. I'm going to do some things in secret. <laughs> because you do all the other stuff, you'll get openly shamed. Mm. So, ah, he knows what you have need of before you ask, right? But this is one thing. Here's another thing. It's going to be the fourth thing um, that we're coming up on. Let me continue. Let me finish reading 13 and we'll get to 14. Yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your father <laughs> forgive you your trespasses. So if you're holding on to somebody else's sin that maybe they, maybe they even tempted you. If you're holding on to that and you're not forgiving them of that, then guess what? When you actually fall into temptation yourself, maybe in another fashion, and you sin, the Lord's like, you, I can't forgive you until you forgive that person that even tempted you. Mm. Yeah, come on. So we need that forgiveness. So somebody say this. Here we go. The fourth thing. My heavenly father forgives me when I forgive others. <laughs> that's, that's what it says, right? Isn't that what Jesus revealed? Let me read it one more time just to make sure. That, I'm, that, I'm, that this was said right. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Who said that? Jesus. That's not me. This is Jesus revealing the Father, right? But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive you your trespasses. Ah. <laughs> uh, here we go. The heart of the Father pertaining to fasting. This is so good. Are we still good on time too? Bless the Lord. Moreover, when you fast. So what have we seen so far? Charitable works. When you pray. And now he says this, moreover. Somebody say moreover. <laughs> That's cool, Gabe. I know sometimes in some of our Koinonia fellowships, I was introduced this. <laughs> I don't know if it was, uh, it was probably the Dudleys. Uh, you know, we used to do this thing, and it's, it's real good. We just get to preaching and all that. It's fun. But we would be, someone would say something, spark something. That'd be a good word. And then someone else would come along and say, moreover. 
and it'd be some additional revelation that comes out. And even though we're laughing, that thing's starting to get good too. Right? So it's fun with the more overs, but it's some serious more overs. So here we go. Somebody say more over. Ah, let me hear you say more over. Yeah. When you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with the <laughs> with a sad countenance. For they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. So you have people that say, man, whoa. man you okay? Yeah, you know, I'm fasting, man. It's like, man, you know, I'm just really just trying to work. Man, I'm just really pressing into some things for the Lord. I'm just, now I'm just going to fast. And you're looking all tired and raggedy. And just all whatever. No, man, no, 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 no. Jesus is like, look, if you do that for the sake of men, then you get your reward, but you don't get the fullness of what takes place or you don't get the fullness of the father's intent of the fast. That's it. You, you had your reward. And so many people now are just experiencing their re own rewards. But there's so much more. Here we go. Verse 17. But you, when you fast, anoint your head. And wash your face. Don't go around looking dirty and tired. Wash your face when you fast so that you do not appear to men to be fasting. You should be looking just as fresh and just as clean, clothes pressed, nice and neat. This is just something new that Jesus is establishing. He's like, look, don't do that. He was like, do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your father who is where? See that invitation? Who is in the secret place and your father who sees in secret will, will reward you openly. We see it three times. You see the heart of the father that Jesus is revealing? Okay. So now we understand that. <clears throat> and we read this on Sunday, but I just want to read it again. Same chapter, verse 31. I almost wanted to be in John because that's like my favorite book of the Bible. And John has like over 100 references of the Father, but this is so good. Verse 31 through 33. Therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? Mm. For after all these things, the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly father knows, your heavenly father knows, your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. But seek first. Oh, matter of fact, let me stop right there before I read that. But your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. Let's flip over. Next chapter, Matthew chapter 7. Verse 7. We know this, but this is encouraging. I'm telling you, this is going to help somebody ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, guess what? It will be, it will be open. Now remember, remember how we began talking about how some people have a difficult time Relating to God as father because of maybe broken 
uh, relationships with earthly men as fathers, or maybe they were never there, or they were partially there, or maybe they were fully there, but not there in their heart, right? And so you have all these things, and so you have, uh, 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 you, you have like this abandonment and all these types of things uh, that, that people deal with, and rejection and all this type of stuff that people deal with. I'm talking about present day. Fathers that say any earthly fathers that say any and everything, and sometimes even in their brokenness and out of their brokenness, they say things um, unintentionally, and sometimes they just say things just to be hurtful and spiteful. And so now that can kind of people can take that same same dynamic, and and, and, and now in that relationship, uh, they're good with Jesus, they're good with Holy Spirit, but when they got to say Father to God, it's like. But Jesus is like, look, all that be wiped away in the secret place, right? And now he's telling us this. He's like, hey, I know your parents may have said, no, 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 no. Every single time you've asked for anything, I'm telling you, ask and it will be given to you. Is that what he said? Seek. And guess what? You will find. Knock. And it will be open to you. So I'm going to say this. Keep on asking. Keep on seeking. Keep on knocking. Well, this didn't, this didn't open. I just got an email for something saying it's like, hey, you know what? It was just another rejection email for some things. And I was like, we're going to bless the Lord anyhow. I'm going to bless the Lord anyhow. I'm going to keep on asking. I'm going to keep on seeking. I'm going to keep on knocking. Because why? Jesus said, ask and it will be given to you. Seek. Whether it's an opportunity, whatever the case may be, if it's something that God has ordained for you, seek and you will find. Not, and it will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be open. Somebody just say that right now. Say, it will be open. Oh, just prophesy that right now. Just release that in the spirit of the Lord. Say, it will be open in the name of Jesus. Ah, or what man is there among you if his son, ah, see this relationship dynamic? If his son asks for bread, we'll give him a stone. Or if he asks for a fish, we'll give him a serpent. If you then, being evil, <laughs> if you then, being evil, you earthly men, and we know it, if you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father, will your father, who is in heaven, give good gifts to those who ask him? And in my translation, I see an exclamation mark there, so I think I need to read this properly. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father, who is in heaven, give good things to those? Hold up. Did the Bible just say good things? Well, no, you don't need to ask God for things. Who said that? If, if, if I understand this correctly, Jesus gives permission. That's part of the invitation. Yes, you can ask for things. He's like, look, if, if these men being evil know how to give good gifts, how much more? Well, well, maybe the Lord will just give. Yeah, he'll give heavenly things. Yep, we're storing up stuff in heaven and all that. But guess what? There's some things Things that you can, tangible things, I'm going like this, that you can touch and experience. Tangible things that your heavenly father 
can still reward you with openly. Somebody say, my heavenly father. So here's the, um, the fifth thing. Let me pull this back up here. Say, my heavenly father gives good things. <laughs> this is the heart of the father. Some of you need to know that. Say, my heavenly father gives good things. This is coming to me right now. Some of you, uh, particularly, you know, I'm just thinking right now. He that finds a wife findeth what? A good thing. And obtains favor from the Lord. But we know the context is like, look, he who finds marriage finds something that is good and obtains favor from the Lord, right? That's a good thing. Those that are desiring to be married, that's a good thing. And guess what? The Father can bless you with it. If there's some other good things, the Lord's like, we read it in 6. He was like, look, we don't even have to seek after those things. We seek first the kingdom, Right? That's what we're doing. We're seeking the heart of the Father in that secret place. And then the Lord will say, okay, I want you to ask for this. Ask for this. Seek, seek my way of doing things. Ask for this. You ask, it'll be given to you. You seek, you'll find. You knock, and the door will be open. Right? That's getting that heart of the Father. That's that order. We're seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then all these things, the Lord said, I'll add it to you. But again, we understand this. It's like, look, man, my heavenly Father gives me good things. Oh, I'm going to say it again. My heavenly Father gives me good things. And he, desire, he, he loves to do it. Because I'm not after the good things. I'm after the good God. I'm after my good father, first and foremost. Okay. So now, last thing, I'll finish with this. And this has already been established, but let me say this now. Based on Matthew 6, we're going to read one more passage in Matthew 7. But your heavenly father, let me, let me read these first five, first of all. Your heavenly father rewards openly. Your heavenly father invites you to the secret place. Your heavenly father, as uh, soon as I said secret place, let me emphasize that one more time because that is so key. That secret place is like the womb where all of these things take place, right? It's like that spirit womb where there's that uh, exchange and, and so many things happen you know, in the secret places. So it is valuable to God. He sees in secret. He invites us. He's there in the secret place. And Jesus is letting us know, and I'm emphasizing again and again and again, the Heavenly Father is inviting us to the secret place. I'm just saying that right now, the Heavenly Father invites us to the secret place because there's some things that He desires to share with us, to us, um, to some things to pull out of us, to get off of us, to deposit in us, to activate on the inside of us, to cause some things to come forth that will cause that transaction of open reward to take place. Because some other people, they don't have that connection with him. And so they'll see that open reward and they'll be attracted to that. But then we can let them know. It's like, oh, yeah, let me introduce you to the Father. Well, man, how do I get to the Father? Through Jesus. Right? Okay, 
Your heavenly father is in the secret place. He's inviting you to the secret place. He sees you there. Your heavenly father knows what you have need of before you ask, but the invitation is still to ask, seek, and knock. Kingdom first. We got that. Your heavenly father knows what you have need of. Okay. Your heavenly father forgives you when you forgive others. Oh, we need forgiveness. But let's make sure that we apply forgiveness to others. Mm. Even when they don't ask. <laughs> Even when they don't ask. Even when they don't ask, we forgive. Even when they don't ask, we forgive. And your Heavenly Father helps you with that, so that way you can be forgiven. All right? Your Heavenly Father gives good gifts. And now here's this last portion. Your Heavenly Father desires you to seek Him and to know Him. We see the seek here. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. But let me just read this last portion. This is very sobering. Matthew 7, we're still in Matthew 7, 21 through 23. And you can read the rest on your own. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Mm, maybe this is seven. <laughs> yeah. Matter of fact, yeah, we'll just make that seven. That your heavenly father, I just caught that now, your heavenly father wants you to do his will. That's his heart. <laughs> now, everyone who says to me, not everyone, you have all these people saying, Lord, Lord. But Jesus is saying, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, so enter the kingdom of heaven. Man, I'm just going to say this. I'm not calling no names. I'm going to just pray, pray for this, this brother, celebrity type. You know, got some acknowledgments. You know, these these I've just noticed that you know they started off with a brand that was you know I you know that was really Christ related, but as they've gotten no, more notoriety, Christ in their brand is like you can't see it anymore. That's like now their own brand is now preeminent because of who they're you know the corporation that they're connected with. It used it used to have something pertaining to Christ, right? But now that is less and less. And now you just kind of, now I just saw something recently and it's like, man, you know, they got all the accolades and the whole nine and you just see them dancing provocatively, um, you know, just drinking all kinds of stuff, cigars, and now posing, uh, taking pictures with their middle finger. And I'm like, man, it's like, Lord, it's just, it's just drawn to me now. I just, the Lord's like, and I'll pray for him, you know, tonight, but it's like, no, you need to pray for that person. That they, that they don't lose the revelation of the Father. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. And I'm just going to read these two verses here. Many, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, have and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. That's a message in and of itself. But the Lord, the Father, and of course Christ is saying this because he's, we see him, we see the Father, right? He, we have to know him. Aside from all the works and prophesying is good. Thank God for the apostolic and prophetic age that we're in and you know and casting out demons and and all this type of stuff 
and the prosperity and all of that. But you and I, we have to know him because he desires for us to know him. Your heavenly father wants you to do his will, that seven and eight, he wants you to know him. Somebody say, my heavenly father wants me to do his will, that seven, and my heavenly father wants me to know him. That's one of the things, you know, I, you know, I had, uh, you know, thought about, it was, it was for, you know, my, my grandfather. And of course I was younger, uh, you know, when he passed and I was just kind of just choked up, you know, some, you know, serious. Cause one, you know, that's where our name came from. But then I was just like, man, I didn't really felt like that. I, that I like knew him. I was like, ah, oh, man, here's someone, I got his name, but I didn't really know him. And how many people, um, that, that, that have fathers and felt like, man, it's like, man, I know him, but I don't really know him. Okay, that's in the earth. We understand that that happens. That aside, your heavenly father, guess what? You can know. And guess what? He wants you to know him. Sometimes men don't want you to know them because they, they got their flaws and it's like, look, I don't even want you to be connected. To none you know, sometimes people say that. Back to your heavenly father. Your heavenly father wants you to know him. Somebody say that one more time. Say, my heavenly father wants me to know him. And in that, man, you'll continue to build faith. You won't have little faith. You'll have strong faith. There's something that the Father um, encouraged me with, and I actually, if we have that presentation, I think it's just this one image, but I just want you to see it. It is just so encouraging, the way that he kind of showed it to me, um, and, and I was like, oh, God, this is so good. It's three truths in one statement, and you're going to see this before you now. And it says this, you see that first one, and I'm going to read it the way that it's, uh, that it's written in our English language. Of course, we have these punctuations here, so it's read differently. And it means things slightly different, but it's still the same thing. You see, you said, yes, you can't trust me, right? But let's read it, or let me read it in these three different fashions. And this is from the heart of the Father that he shared with me that I just want to share with you. Yes, you can trust me. That's how that first one is read, but it's the truth. The Lord, the Father saying, yes, you can trust me. The second truth, and it's still the heart of the Father. Yes, you can. Trust me. <laughs> In other words, you can do all things through Christ, right? But he was saying, yes, you can. In other words, like, yeah, you can do it. This thing that I'm calling you to do, that I'm strengthening you to do, yes, you can do it. Trust me. One is saying that you can trust him. The second one is like, yes, you can. It's an ability. And he's saying, trust me. And then this, three, this third line is three different profound short sentences. He's saying, yes. He's letting us know, you can. And then he's saying, trust me. All of that is the Father, the invitation, even as it pertains to this relationship and the call of God. And even if you don't necessarily know the details of the call of God, the Lord's like, look, yes. You can trust me. Lord, maybe you've experienced this kind of hurt, a certain hurt in life, a certain disappointment, a certain rejection. The Lord is saying, like, yes, you can trust me. Maybe it's a certain thing that you feel like the Lord is, is calling you to, but it seems like it's beyond you, but yet there's a faith stirring. It's something that you saw uh, and, and you're feel, feeling drawn. It's like, Lord, I kind of feel like the Lord is, is calling me for a leap here. And the Lord is saying, yes, you can. <laughs> trust me. And then he's just finalizing it. 
because, you know, the promises in him are yes and amen, right? So he's saying, yes, I'm letting you know that you can, and I'm letting you know that you can trust me. Each of those distinctly are all from him, from the Father, because he loves you. He loves us so much. So I pray that you've just received such a wonderful and a, a reinvigorating revelation that, look, God is not only God, but God is your heavenly Father. And it's the revealing. And so I, I was spending some time and I was like, Lord, I thank you that you are my heavenly Father and that, 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 you, that you're even revealing another dimension to that, of what that means for you to be my heavenly Father. Come on, it's important for such an age and, and as a time like this because man, he's calling, he's caught. It's just understanding and it brings us into that, 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 that covenant relationship, right? And that sonship, that daughtership, it, 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 it identifies us, it marks our identity. And it brings us into a greater awareness of who he is present. And this is something that doesn't change. He is a present father. He's not an absentee father. He's not a, he's not a papa was a rolling stone. No, papa rolled the stone away. That's what happened. Papa rolled the stone away. So that way we can get up out the grave. Yeah. Come on. And so this is a song, I started singing a little bit on Sunday, but I just wanted to step into just even another fullness of this. It's just encouraging. We're just going to sing to daddy right now. Amen. Just get in a secret place. Even if right where you are, that can just be a portal of a secret place. Let it just be open. Let, let heaven be open right where you are, are seated. But just if you need to go to some of you that might be on a phone or a laptop, if you need to get to another room and just get into a secret place. We're just letting know, Abba, I belong to you. 